It's Storm and Ricardo bringing you the netballing moments that matter. Center Pass in focus on SENZ. Welcome in to Centre Pass in Focus for your Tuesday evening. Uh, Manaya in for Ricardo and no storm. We got a text this morning. She has unfortunately fallen victim to uh, COVID. A positive test this morning. Filling in for her is Kieran, who produced the show anyway. So just just one bump along in the chairs. We're playing musical chairs here. You you one step up. Yeah, she uh, she told me actually I've been added to the player pool. Yes, for, uh, for a Centre Pass and. For- and focus. So I've actually I've either done that or I've promoted myself. So it could be a bit biased, or I could have got the selection. Well, much like Storm, who's been in the player pool for the last few weeks, she's been called up, I believe, three times. Yeah, yeah, she, I think she has declined all of them. Well, no, I believe she accepted them, and then the games were postponed. That, oh, that's right, that's right, indeed. Yeah, we've had we've had a few of those. Brooke Laver, who does commentary for us here on SNZ. Yeah, uh, she's she's played for the Magic this season already. Um, but yeah, she's it's good to have that intel, you know, because you get the early cancellation news. Yes, the inside oil. That's why you listen to. Centre Pass uh, in focus every Tuesday from 8 till 9. Coming up on the show, Rob Wright, he's the assistant coach of the Mystics. We're going to be talking to him at about probably the quarter past uh, 8 mark. Storm's team of the week. Now, I've done this show once before with Storm, and this was a point of contention for her because it's it's a point where she burns bridges. She's going to name her team of the week, and anybody that gets left off that, is going to be ringing her that week. I think we've figured it out. I was talking with Ben, the uh, panel, before the show, and um, every week Storm has a pretty similar team. And I'm just... Right. Uh, she's, she has sent me through a team of the week, and it is a bit different, so I'm just wondering if she's taken out her friends on the show that she's not here. This is so what she I doesn't was, burn, and it makes it look like it's me. This is what I was wondering. Is she going to make a spicier team list this week when she knows that she can hide behind the, uh, oh, it wasn't me? She definitely has. Okay. Yeah, yeah. A few changes in there. We'll have to wait and see. That. Yeah, if you want to hear what they are, that'll be coming up at uh, 8.30. Plus, Courtney Tairi is going to be talking uh, all things ANZ Premiership. She's across all of it. It seems like every broadcast you turn into, every highlight clip you watch, it's her. Yeah. Um, so who better to have on to talk all things uh, ANZ Premiership than Courtney Tyetti? That's all coming up uh, throughout the show. Don't forget you can get in touch on double eight double three. That is the Temper Bed Post uh, text line. Would love to hear from you. Um, a, cu- a couple of games this week. Uh, Kieran, where do you want to start, mate? Uh, I-, I think we should start with the first game. Let's let's go down to TSB that would Arena. Make sense. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we saw the pulse take on the tactics. Um, so we were at uh, the uh, SCNZ commentary team. We're yes. at uh, the Trust Arena for uh, the Mystic Stars game. So I was watching this game on um, a Sky Go on my laptop. Yep. Uh, to be honest to me, I, I'm quite disappointed this season with the tactics. Um, as, oh, as, much as, as much as I love Auckland netball, I do have to reach out to the owner on the Izzy Dag sort of area and, yep. and express it. It's just that they don't, they're not the same. And it's to me, it, it could just be blind-eyed, but Jane Watson, uh, their captain last year, She's on maternity leave at the moment, but when you watch the tactics last year, it was the partnership of her and Karen Berger, two Silver Fern-level defenders, yep. and they, they took them to the final, uh, where they almost beat the Mystics as well. But the the loss of Jane Watson is just sort of, I don't know, it's almost 
looked like it's pulled the culture out of the team. Because when right. you watched the tactics last year, yeah. you could always hear Jane Watson, even over the commentators. You know, she was wow. just commanding right from the back. Yeah. And that that's nothing against Karen Berger, because she is really working double, if not triple time yeah. as well. So if anything, she's picked up her level. But it just it just wasn't really there. They've they have played three games in the last seven days. Yes, uh, one of those cost me a lot of money. Um, this yes, was, this must yes. have been last Tuesday. Uh, Storm was on the drive show and she tipped out the tactics for an upset because they got their captain back. I heard that, and uh, I put the house on it. Yeah, um, so I've been homeless for the last week. Um, <laughs> But, <laughs> sleeping in the studios. Yeah. I, I wondered why there was a mattress out, out the front when sleeping I came in. in. Yeah, that's why I've been doing every show from 7 through to 11. I'll be here right through until the breakfast, fellas. You can come do breakfast again. for yeah, us. Yeah, I might yeah, have yeah. to. Um, but yeah, so Storm was picking them to sort of turn their uh, their fates around. It doesn't seem to have happened. Look, I mean, they, they hung in there. Uh, they, they did lose every quarter, but they, they were right <laughs> in there, though. They were consistent. Uh, they, they kept them right at it, but... For once, it was actually the Pulse in the fourth quarter who have turned it around. So the Pulse did a really great job of, of almost setting up the tactics. So it was a bit like a chess game. And in the fourth quarter, they really ramped up that defence. And I just feel like, for me, the tactics got stuck in that midcourt, in that midcourt pressure from the Pulse, having Paris Lokatui and Maddie Gordon, two fantastic wing defenders coming up, just being able to stop the tactics from feeding the circle, it just it changed the game. Well, you talk about consistency. The tactics, let me throw some stats at you. Yes, Kieran, in honour of Storm, stat chat. 11-11-11 uh, through the first three quarters. Yep. You want to talk about consistency? Th- that's it. Plug that's them exactly in for 11. It. Unfortunately, in the fourth quarter, this is where it diverges, the pulse 19-8, to eight, and that's what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I sort of thought, that's why I mentioned they had played three games, because I sort of thought that it come into it. Another stat that stat I have chat. for you, this is... Definitely, I'm going to say it has nothing to do with it. But the Pulse, <laughs> the average age of the Pulse is 22 years old. Young. So they are the youngest team in the competition by far. Um, and I just thought that was quite funny. You know, they're running around a lot more. That is that is an yeah. interesting thing because, um, you know, you talk about uh, the basketball comparison. And the NBA, when they were having all of their COVID delays because of uh, when they were in the bubble, yeah. we've, we saw the younger teams and the younger players were playing out of their skin because – that they can bounce back from these, you know, if they don't know that they've got a game on the Wednesday, it doesn't matter to them that one gets put in there because they can just bounce back up. Whereas you start getting to my age, Kieran, you'll you'll learn, mate. <laughs> I need I need about a month's notice if you're going to require me to uh, to do any kind of physical activity. So I, I do think you're right. The con- compressed schedule, how bizarre the schedule's been in the ANZ Premiership this year, um, playing behind closed doors. Playing at the local YMCA some weeks, it looks like. Yeah, um, that does favour the younger teams. I don't. How, how much impact is that going to have on the total standings? I don't know. But when you talk about games like this, that's certainly got to be a factor, doesn't it? Oh, hundred percent. But it's just, it's just. We say it every week. Storm says it every week. It's mm. just the cool, calm, and collectness of the pulse. Really, that, yep. that seems to get them over the line when they can get it done. I mean, I, I mentioned the fourth quarter before because usually we're talking about them in a last-second thriller or they set themselves up going into the fourth quarter with a big lead and pull it away. But that's that was the one thing that I was really impressed with was their ability to shut down and actually ramp it up in the fourth quarter. And just Alia Dunn and Tiana Maturo, like that, that is one of the most underrated shooting partnerships we mm. have in the competition. Alia Dunn again this week, 43 from 46, 93%. It's quick maths, mate. 
yeah, it is. Oh, for a dyslexic, I'm pretty good. <laughs> with it. You know, I'm pretty handy. But it's just it's just the ability of Tiana Matsudo took time away from the Pulse last year and went and played for the Steel. It's just her coming back, and it's like she never left. Like her and Alia just have this almost Peter Tuliava Grace Wiki connection that I'll bring up a bit later on. It's just these. It doesn't seem like either of them think they just do. And that's sort of what I saw that just pushed them over the line. It's just there. reacting to one another. 100%. You can sort of see it. It's like two stars in a uh, solar system just swirling around yeah, each other. 100%. And that's Tiana as well, vice captain at, at only, I think she's 21. And yeah, she's just an up and comer, up and comer. Fantastic. On to the next game uh, in the competition the uh, Mystics versus the Stars. Yes. Yes, that was a, definitely the game of the week uh, out of the two. A blowout, you'd say? More than, more than. So, sixty-eight forty-four. I mean, I don't, I can't say that I expected that. Um, it's it does equal the Mystics' biggest winning margin. So they've they've done it once before, but that was it's twenty-four. Yeah. Um, it's just it was a huge statement. I mean, la- the last round they lost fifty-nine sixty-four, a real close game to the steel. Um, but yeah, I just I I couldn't really tell what was going on so we, we were there obviously with the ECNZ team doing yeah. our commentary so I was sort of half watching half not and I remember looking up and just seeing we just had this such a big lead I just I couldn't really understand what was going on. So you were along with the the commentary on the weekend? Yes. How good is it having live commentary back on oh, the radio? Oh it's fantastic yeah. it's fantastic. Mark Stafford, Brooke Laver they do a fantastic job one of Staff's favourite Ali Timu yep. I'll, I'll find some clips for us to play back next week but she she was insane. She got four intercepts, six gains, and every time she would, Staff would go nuts. And he'd go, Ellie Timo! <laughs> Speaking of NBA, he was like the Hornets commentator, Brooke was saying. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, he was just going crazy. But it was just sort of another sort of mid-court battle between right. the Stars and the Mystics. And in a weird way, it was the Stars' mid-court, and this is going to sound a bit weird, they just couldn't seem to pass it over the top of the Mystics defenders. Right. So the Mystics defence, they had Michaela sokolic beatson who's returned from two horrible injuries, and this is her first season back, uh, who was playing at wing defence. Sulu Fitzpatrick and Phoenix Karaka in the circle. So that's three Silver Fern level mm. def- defenders who do have the height as well over them, and they were just they were just picking them out for days. Just like, set up a wall. Yeah, they did. They really did. And it, it was just my favourite memory of that game was seeing Peta Toyava. She she hasn't really been starting all that much this year just because she's had a light thigh injury. Mm-hmm. So Helene Wilson's sort of been mixing her up with Claire O'Byron and bringing her on and off. But it was just like she'd never left. I mean, we talked about it with Tiana before, but Peta, she just came in. And, and if you've watched Peta play, she's just she's got the most flair you've ever seen. Like She is true to Auckland netball, and her combination with Grace Wickey is just second to none. Yeah. I mean, they, they are, here's my other NBA comparison. Yes. They, they are like that Kobe and Shaq one-two kick. And they, I reckon that is going to be what the, gives the Mystics the chance to create that dynasty. It's just Peter off the centre pass. So all it did, I was listening to Staff the whole time, and yeah. all he was going was Taylor Earl to Toyava, bang, Grace Wickey scores. <laughs> Earl Toyava bang wiki scores and it was 25 assists for Peter Toyava and they all came within the the short period of about 5 seconds. Yeah. You know it was just no catch the ball turn around put it up bam. And that that's not to knock like I said before Ali Timu and Anna Harrison had a fantastic game but it was just Grace Wiki Peter Toyava 
and the Mystics' defence was just too strong. I can I can just see them going back to back. How can you? How much can you read into it for the stars um, when you have a blowout like this? Um, they'll obviously be stoked that the Warriors went on to have a more <laughs> uh, shocking blowout over the weekend, take a bit of heat off them. Let us uh, forget. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let us forget. Um, how much can they read into that? You know, they're, they're middle of the table, but but what would they take away from that? I guess they just got to go again. Um, that's that's one thing that I'm really interested to talk to Courtney about. Courtney played mm. for the Stars before, and she knows Kitty Kitty Wills, the head coach, quite well. And I just I really want to know what Kitty's message is. I mean, I, I hate to bring it up, but Maya Wilson, she didn't have the best shooting game at all. And right. I mean, we, we saw it last year. Um, and she went off and spent time with Tiaroha Keenan before uh, the Silver Ferns went off for the quad series to work on her shooting. And while she was away in the UK, she just looked like a complete different shooter. I mean, she changed her game completely. She was so comfortable. But coming back um, on Sunday, my apologies, and shooting 86%, which isn't bad at all, but it just wasn't the Maya Wilson that we've seen uh, who sort of came back at the end of last season to start mm. of this one. Do you think we'll see that Maya Wilson again? It just makes me wonder, does does Kitty need to bring on Tiaroha? Is that what it is, to, to come on and just sort of sit with you? I think the Stars, within their shooting circle, they need a lot of confidence, 100%. Mm. Amorangi Malasala, a young shooter for the Stars, who she needs court time because she is one of those players who just has the, – the sky's the limit for her in terms of shooting. Um, to go 24 for 30 against that, that Mystics defence, mm. Sulu Fitzpatrick, Mickey and Fee – that that's very very impressive, and I mean, under the pressure that she was under, coming off and having to sort of revive the stars' chances in that game, it was sort of a, an impossible challenge. But I think Amorangi Malasala really needs to get in there and play a lot more, and that stars shooting circle will come together slowly. Stars playing again tomorrow night, I believe. They uh, are taking the on the pulse. pulse, so the pulse are going to get a little taste of that tactic sort of schedule. So it's going to be interesting yeah. to see. Uh, how both of those teams go into that game. Stars really need one here. I'll leave them out of uh, out of my multi then. Um, <laughs> Beaver's hapless magic. He always talks about rebuilding the uh, the castle uh, for the magic. Yes. You, you had another NBA analogy for them, didn't you? I, I did. I, I am an NBA tragic. Yep, um, I am too. And uh, I'm a Portland fan. I'm sorry to hear that. So, uh, yes, exactly. So this <laughs> takes me on to So every year we don't make the playoffs – I just support what I think is the best team, and I just go full bandwagon. Like I don't yes. care. I don't really care if if it's not Portland. I don't care. Yeah. So I chose the Brooklyn Nets, and and I made a comparison at uh, the the start of the NBA and ANZ Premiership season, saying that the Magic are like the Brooklyn Nets, like they just acquired a super team. There was so much noise before the season about this player's going there, this 100%. player's going there. Yeah, Can you well, believe this? And, and there was a lot of talk about, uh, you know, who are they going there? Everyone's trying to sniff around. Out in the office, Mark Stafford's trying to ring <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah. He's trying to get the inside scoop on who's going to the Magic. It was it was just meant to be one of those incredible things because last year, round one, the Magic beat the Mystics and then they went on to lose 14 straight. So they lost every game after that. So this was meant to be their big turnaround. Yes. Yeah. Currently sitting in fifth, I mean... I, but but tied still, to sixth. Yeah. Yeah, there, it's it's... And to be fair, back to the bottom of the tin for most of the most of the premiership so far. Yeah, well, we didn't get to see them in action this weekend, so I, I am expecting a good turnaround from them. There still is seven more games for them, 
I believe. We're going 12 rounds. So there, there definitely is a chance for them to turn it around, but it, it just depends. I, I just think the Pulse, the Steel and the Mystics are just too strong now. They're just going to so the be magic, able to pull away. So the Magic have gone out and signed Kyrie Irving. They've <laughs> traded for Ben Simmons and they've just been swept. Uh, Who hasn't played yet. For, who hasn't played for them, um, and they've just been swept four uh, 0 It's a, it's a phenomenal uh, comparison. I'm, I thoroughly enjoy that one. Uh, coming up on the show, still to come, we've got Courtney Tyeri joining later on. We're going to go through Storm's team of the week. We want to remind you that Storm did submit this team. This isn't us. We it, didn't yeah, pick it. It was not us. Please direct all hate mail uh, directly to Storm. Um, we're going to go to an air break now. And on the other side of this, we've got the uh, Mystics assistant coach Rob Wright. Uh, but it wouldn't be a netball show uh, this year without a bit of COVID uh, delays or COVID-affected play. So Manaya in for uh, Storm, well actually for Ricardo. Kieran joining me in studio uh, for Storm and it is our great pleasure to welcome into the show Rob Wright who is the Mystics assistant coach. Rob, how are you getting on mate? Oh, I'm going really well, yourself? That's a story, not too bad mate. Um, we are just talking about it. I think it would be fair to say a bit of a blowout. Did you expect that much of a margin against the Stars? Oh, no, you'd never expect any sort of margin like that, probably against any of the teams in the comp. But um, look, to be fair to um, the Stars as well, I think it probably shows you um, they had the midweek game as well, so they had three games in a pretty short period of time. I think that will play a factor as well. And look, and they've played less games than everyone else. So I think... um, that was we we probably got a little bit lucky in terms of um, meeting them at that stage of the comp, um, but certainly not going to be like that when we play them again. I think in three rounds time, so three games time. So yeah. we'll take it, but um, yeah, um, I don't expect that again. No, we, we were talking about this before. Obviously, um, sports across the world and every different code have been affected by um, you know these COVID delays and then and then the compressed schedules at the other side. And what I think. Uh, particularly I've noticed in other sports, is the younger teams tend to bounce back from those compressed schedules. Do you think that was a factor in, in that game? What, what, what are you saying? The stars are old. <laughs> <laughs> You've twisted my words there. That's going to get that's going to get clipped out and replayed, I think. <laughs> no, oh, I bet so. No, no, I think... Because, um, look, no, they look, they look super fit. Um, um, I, I just think... Um, uh, and, look, I'm, I'm sure they will say, like, you know, they... They probably were uncharacteristic below what they've um, shown. Like they've been terrific um, the previous week, so I think it was more an anomaly. It was just one. It was a one-off where, yeah, we we were fortunate, and um, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take it. But yeah, I think we'll see a very different stars in a couple of weeks. I'm saying the Mystics are young for the record, <laughs> not that the stars are off. So no, we'll stick with that. We'll stick oh, with okay, Rodio. <laughs> hey, Rob, mate, just sort of carrying along a, a sort of the, the strange season that it's been, how have you found the start of the season compared to last year? I mean, I remember when I came in last year, the first few times I met you actually was on an iPad. Uh, so how, how did you sort of find the start of this season and, and how it's going so far compared to last? Uh, well, certainly different to last year for, for me. Um so much better being in person um, yeah, and so much easier. Um, we made it work last year and that's, you know, credit to the Mystics and the Mystics organisation and the players to um, to go with that and, and make it work. But um, certainly been um, much better to be in the flesh. Um, but it's been a, it's been a funny old um, uh, pre-season for everyone. Um, and I sort of think, you know, people say... Um, 
oh, you know, everyone's in the same boat. Well, we're probably all in, in the same storm. Um, it's just that some people are drowning. Some people are probably in their little dinghies. I'm not sure if anyone's in a yacht. But um, the, the, it's just been very, very fragmented. Like, And I, you know, we missed, we basically didn't have a game for two weeks. And we looked really, I thought we looked really rusty um, when we played Steel. We just, we, and still were far better. They were the better team on the night. But, um, and there's been, every team's been affected like that. It's, um, yeah, it's tough, like, for all the coaches because I would imagine, um, like us, those teams have probably not had their entire lineup um, for the for any any week in the year so far because I think we've only had a I think we've only had a, our entire team maybe two sessions um, so it's tough but um, you you deal with it and you and you make the most of it or, or make the best of it um, to the end of the day you've got to put out you've got to put out um, a really solid performance otherwise you get done. So, um, yeah, but it's certainly been, um, yeah, very different. Oh, 100%. And it was definitely a performance on Sunday, Rob. Hey, just one thing on Pitta and Grace. I mean, uh, huge fan of that combination. Just the, there's just sort of no thought in it. They just go and they have such an amazing understanding between them. Can they get any better, Rob? Or is someone going to figure out how uh, to yeah, truly put a stop to them? Well, I hope not. I hope no one figures that out. Um, but we, they've still got a lot of work to do. Like, um, at the end of the day, like, we, we coughed up quite a lot of ball on the weekend. Um, I think we had 26 possession losses, which is um, really high for us. So um, so I wasn't particularly happy about that. So um, we've got to continue getting better. And um, uh, we're wanting to um, continue to improve um that combination, but it also it, in, it means they've also got to improve individually as well. Um, we want to keep building um, GG Grace's um, repertoire because we don't want to just st- standing there. We want to continue making her a, a really good target, and so we're just adding little bits and pieces um, to that to make sure that we keep building her game. Because not only do we want it to stand up in A and Z, we want it to stand up internationally because. Um, when she comes up against, you know, some of the other world's best defenders, like we want her to be able to make sure that she um, not only holds her own, but, you know, wins her position. So, um, and it's the same for Petter. Like no, no one's the finished product in our team. And um, we, we, we don't believe anyone is. And we want to make sure that we're getting better because at the moment, like I would rate us, I rate, I don't know, you probably remember, I rate everything out of seven. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'd sort of rate us a moment about, Three. Yep, that's what Three I thought. Out of seven. That's what I th- expected from you, Rob. Yeah, yeah, I love it there. Hey, Rob, we're just going to go from one end of the court to the other. Um, the defensive trio that we're seeing between Mickey, Michaela Sokolich beats and Phoenix Karaka and Sulu. Obviously, Mickey and Fee were sort of half in, half out of, the, of training last year. What has it been like to have yep. them back on court? I mean, to me, it just having even just Mickey's experience back out there, I could just, I could really feel it. Yeah, and I thought um, uh, Sulu made a really good point. She felt like this game was the first time that, as a unit, they we'd probably connected really well all season. Um, and I'd agree with that. Like, we've been, um, you know, at times at times good, but not consistently, consistently sound. So, um, 
it was really pleasing to start seeing um, that that unit starting to really really come alive. Um, and we certainly know Phoenix and um, Sulu almost have a bit of an invisible thread. And I, th- I thought uh, the last game was the first time we actually started to see um, what's possible with them. Um, so I was really pleased because, um, yeah, I thought defensively we did a terrific job. And I guess that showed, I, I think we won um, 36 possessions on uh, the last game. And against Steele the week before, we only won 14. So um just shows the difference. Um so it just shows how good steel were the previous week, and and but our defence uh, really ramped up this week. So yeah, wonderful, and I hope that again that it continues to build because that's got a long way to go too. Uh, well, Rob, thank you very much. Hey, that leads me into my last question here, and I definitely know my answer, so I'm really looking for yours here. Are you confident in the Mystics going back to back? Um, I. Um, have so much respect for every team that um, I'm never confident um, of an outcome. Um, we 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 know that um, our game at the moment won't be enough to win the competition, so we've got to get better. Um, and if we can continue to get better, then then we put ourselves in the mix. Um, it's probably the best I, I I I think because I look at so many teams and I go, you know, there's there's not an easy game. Um, and every week I go in thinking, oh, you know, this is going to be really tough, which is fantastic for the competition. Um, but we certainly know that we've been we've been okay, and then we've been very good, and then we've been ordinary at times. So um, that won't cut it. Um, and I I felt like at the end of last season, I felt if we if we put out the same as what we did last year, we wouldn't make the final. Um, this year. So we know that we've got to keep um, ramping it up. The girls know that. And um, so it's a fantastic challenge. So we're not there yet. Um, So, yeah, I'm hoping that come, what is it, the 14th of June, um, we're there or thereabouts. Well, thanks very much for your time, Rob, and uh, best of luck between now and the uh, the middle of June there. Uh, That is Rob Wright, the uh, Mystics assistant coach. Cheers, mate. Thank you very much. No worries at all. Thanks very much. I'll come bring you a Diet Coke soon, Rob. <laughs> oh, awesome. Mate, oh, no, Coke No Sugar, please, or oh, Coke, Coke no Zero. Sugar. My apologies, my apologies. That'll be good. No I'll, worries. I'll Thanks go, for that. Thanks very much, Rob. I'll go one of those too. Thanks, Kieran. Um, coming up later on in the show, uh, just a reminder, we've got Courtney Tidy joining the show. Um, but right after this, it is Storm's Team of the Week. Welcome back in to Centre Pass uh, in focus on SENZ. It's just gone 8.30. I was going to wait for it to go over 8.35. I'm not because it's another five <laughs> seconds away. Um, and I in for Ricardo, Kieran uh, in for Storm, but she has sent us through her team list of the week. Bef- just quickly before we get to it, Storm, I feel like a... a, a Storm. I apologise, Kieran. Um, I feel like a lot of people um, probably don't know your background, but you worked for the Mystics, didn't you? Yeah, so last year it was actually my first proper job. Um, so last year, not I, a fish and chip shop, not a. <laughs> oh, oh, other, I did I, like I did part run. time at a cafe, like yeah, on right. the weekends or stuff. But yeah, so I did. I was um, I was the Mystics social media manager, right? So I'd do all their posts on Instagram and stuff like that, and just do like all this content with them. So I, I 
I know the Rob Wright character. Yes. He's he's such an Apple mastermind. I just, yeah. So thank you very much, Rob, for your time, mate. Yeah, it was, absolutely. It was fantastic. No, and thank you for bringing the insights. I mean, I don't think many other shows are going to take you uh, behind the curtain and expose R- Rob Wright's dependency on Coke Zero. <laughs> I wouldn't call it a dependency. I'd call it a hobby. <laughs> right. Um, now, Storm obviously sadly couldn't be with us. She, she has finally caught the COVID. Um, I feel like it's been going around everyone. Yeah. I've, I've yet to have it. Knock on wood. Knock, yeah, yeah, we'll definitely knock wood there. Um, so <laughs> being through in the B studios, knocking on wood as well. Uh, so she's stayed at home um, under the weather today, but just managed to muster up enough strength to send us through her team of the week. I, In a weird way, I think she's planned it. You know, uh, we said at the start of the show, the team is a bit different this week. Yeah. So maybe she's, you know, just sort of easing up a little bit. She doesn't have to please as many people this week because she's not here. Yeah, some shots, shots fired. This, was her, yeah. this is her least favourite part of the week because she burns bridges. She's going to offend people by uh, leaving them off the list. If you are left off the list, don't text us, double eight, double three, uh, text Storm Purvis uh, directly. This is her to- uh, team of the week. We're going to start uh, with the goal shoot. Who else could it be but Grace Nwerke for the Mystics? Yeah, oh, I've, I've looked around. I don't think anyone in the competition really has had a last has a, had a better last three rounds at least than Grace Wickey. If if she wanted to, Grace could average sixty five a game. She's just like like the way that Rob said she's been changing her game. Um, she's got a lot more elegant. Yes, was, was the one thing that I saw on the weekend. Um, being able to just get into the into her positions to score so much easier. Shot fifty nine for sixty six this week. No brainer. That was uh, something that he mentioned when we were talking to Rob Wright, developing her, being able to get to those yep. spots rather than just essentially being a you know like a turret in the middle. You feed that, she's going to shoot it yep. at, at high 90s uh, every time. So couldn't have been anyone other than her. Her partner makes the team as well at goal attack, Monica Faulkner. Yeah, Monica, um, she shot five for seven, so she wasn't doing much of the shooting, but how can you when you've got Grace Wickey? Why would just, you? Uh, yeah, exactly, that's what I mean. Why would you, I'd rather say. Um, but uh, I've put down here, I've done my little stats for Storm, <laughs> and I've done 19 centre pass receives, which is the most in the Mystics. And that goes back to what I was saying before about the Peter Toyava, yeah. Monica Faulkner, Taylor Earl and Grace Wickey connection. They're just, they're all in so much sync. Monica, the goal attack, coming out and receiving that first yeah. centre pass, allowing Peter to move around and then get into her spot to throw that pass into Grace. I mean, yeah, it was just fantastic. And Storm has told me plenty of times before we've talked about it, Ali Dunn or Monica Faulkner, who has the smoothest shot in the game, I'm going to say Monica. If you could have everyone, anyone's jump shot. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. If you could have <laughs> anyone's another shot. NBA record, yeah. Larry Bird. Um, we're moving back through the court. We're going to wing attack. Whitney Sooners for the pulse. Whitney Sooners, it was a tight one. I, I don't actually know that, but I've, I've looked over my stats <laughs> and, and it, was a, it was a really intense matchup for Whitney Sooners or the Pulse and Peter Toyava for the Mystics for that wing attack mm. spot. Um, Whitney, 25 assists and 39 feeds to the centre. I mean, she was just everywhere. And the, the thing with Whitney, she's dyed her hair platinum blonde this year. So she's just like, it's like watching the Flash go around the court. <laughs> like, because you, you can just spot her out so much and she's just absolutely everywhere. Such a nightmare for the defence. So well, it's well earned. It's paying off for I might have to uh, dye my hair to see if this uh, if uh, the show gets any better. Oh, your marathon, mate. Yeah, well, my Spot marathon time comes down a little bit. Um, Get no, a drone. I don't want anybody seeing me do that. 
I'll be hiding, I'll be wearing a mask if anything. Uh, moving back to the centre court now, if you thought that uh, Whitney Soonis was picked because Storm didn't want exclusively Mystics in the team, you'd be wrong because we've got <laughs> another one. Taylor Earl makes uh, the centre position. Taylor Earl, uh, a really similar player in my opinion to Whitney Soonis, just an absolute workhorse on the court. Um, she's Sometimes you don't quite, if you're, if you're just watching the ball, you don't really notice Taze, but she just gets into these positions that opens up the court completely, and that that's going back to the moniker and, and Peter thing. When they run off in their separate directions, that allows a straight line for her to pass from miles away straight mm. into Grace. Like They've got three excellent feeders there who did the jobs. I mean, Taze again, 19 goal assists, 27 feeds. I mean, the Mystics, like, top and bottom of the court. I mean, you just... It was an outstanding. You can't defend everything, and it sounds like uh, those three that made our team are just, uh, you know, torturing defences. Wing defence, uh, we're going to the pulse this time, Paris Lukatui. Yes, one of the young pulse defenders, uh, average age of 22.6, the pulse. We're not saying that any other team is old. That's what I was going to say. We're definitely not making that a sort of attack to any of the other teams. Just saying they're young. They're the the youngest in the comp. They're young, and it's exciting. They're second. It's exciting. Leave us alone. Please send it to Storm. <laughs> Paris, yeah, she just had a fantastic game. Four gains, two interceptions. I talked about it before. Being able to swap in between of Paris Lokatui, who's made Storm's team for a valid reason, and Maddie Gordon. I mean, it's just one of those teams. They could be able to stop the Mystics. They came close a couple rounds ago, but Paris here, once again, very well earned. On to goalkeep now from the stars, Ellie Timu. Stats favourite, Ellie Timu! <laughs> Ellie Timu, yeah. As, as I said before, watching that stars game, Ellie Timu, she just hunts the ball. Like You can see her straight from the centre pass. She's just got her eye on it like a hawk, and she just has the sense when she knows that players like Peter or Monica are going to throw these long balls, and, and that's not to say they don't go all the time, but Ellie, she just... She just seemed to know when and where exactly they were going. Four intercepts, six gains. I can't say it anymore for this team. It's, it's all well deserved. I do agree still. Stat sheet stuffer. That leaves one position left in our team. This will be our captain's well. Starting at goal defence from the Mystics, Phoenix Karaka. It is indeed. And a quick side note. Kelly Jury has ended her four-week streak wow. of being in Storm's Team of the Week. No wonder she stayed at home today. No. It's, it, she's embarrassed. But Kelly's no. going to be ringing Storm tonight. <laughs> 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 oh, too good. No, and, and Phoenix Karaka, I mean, we, we spoke about it with Rob. The, the way she's come back, she she had a, had a baby. She come back from maternity leave, and she's just she's showing the flashes of when she was on top of the world as a defender. Yeah. Um, same thing as Ellie Timu, I saw from her. She was just the way she was able to hunt the ball and that connection she has with Sulu Fitzpatrick. It's it's no question that she's the captain for this week and our MVP. She was the MVP of the Mystic Stars game. Five intercepts, nine gains. I mean, that's just. Every single week, she's getting fitter, faster, and just stronger. You know, it's just, it's amazing to see. So full credit to Fee. Big congratulations. Stat sheet stuffer. Uh, That is your team of the week. By yours, I mean Storm's uh, team of the week, as, as we mentioned, direct uh, all feedback, positive or otherwise, uh, directly to Storm Purvis. So we're going to take another ad break. Last of the show, on the other side of that ad break, we're going to go to Courtney Tairi. Yeah, Manaya in for Ricardo, uh, Kieran in for Storm, who has tested positive for COVID. Uh, this, as I was just saying before, Kieran, this wouldn't be a, uh, a nipple show 
uh, if it wasn't affected by COVID in some way. Just fitting, isn't it? It's I'm just, surprised we're not doing the show out of the Auckland Netball Centre. It's just been that kind of year. It's just been that kind of year for the ANZ Premiership. But every time you turn the ANZ Premiership uh, on, you will see one face, well, you see many faces, but one of them yeah. that's uh, the common thread amongst them all is Courtney Taieri. She's taken time out of her busy schedule to join the show right now, and we thank her for it. Courtney, how are you, mate? Hi, team. I'm well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Hey, Courtney. Can I just start with this? You're calling tomorrow's game uh, in honor of Storm and her stat chat. I've just I've got a little stat for you, and I want you to tell me what you think about this. So the Stars have the lowest team shooting accuracy after seven rounds, with 79 percent as a unit. In contrast, though, the Pulse are the most accurate team with 90 percent. Is that is that sort of game set match in your opinion? Ooh, not quite, because I think. Defense has a lot to do with it, so it'll also it'll also depend on uh, I guess the defensive effort of both sides. But in saying that, the Pulse defense played very very well on the weekend, and they're continuing to grow. So I think it's something the Stars would be worried about definitely, uh, and the Pulse will be pretty confident if 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 we gave them that stat for sure. Hundred percent. Cool. I'm guessing you watched both the games this weekend. What do you what did you think of that that Mystic Stars game? Did you expect it to be that much of a blowout? Not at all. I was very surprised. Even that first quarter when the Mystics went 16 to 9 and I thought, oh, okay, the Stars, they need to do something here. And then they just didn't and things sort of started getting worse. And even the second quarter was 16-9 again. So at halftime to only score 18 goals for the Stars, which, you know, some teams will get in one quarter. I actually couldn't believe it. And then I don't think they could believe it either. On the flip side, though, the Mystics, I think they were hurting from their loss against the Steel the week before. They got the bonus point, but they lost by five down in Invercargo. And so we knew that they were going to come out and play very, very strong and I guess kind of right those wrongs from the week before. Uh, And unfortunately, it was against the Stars and they just didn't have any answers. Mm, 100%. What what do you think Kitty's message is going to be to the team leading into tomorrow? (laughs) Well, it's funny because in the... In the game, when they were speaking to her from commentary, she said, you know, the Mystics are very good, but at the end of the day, we still know how to catch and pass and play netball. I think it's actually probably a good thing. It's a quick turnaround, so they don't have very long to, I guess, uh, think about the flogging that they cop. So for them, I actually think because they're hurting so much, they are just going to want to get out there tomorrow night. And actually, they're going to want to get that shooting percentage up, that's for sure but also their connections on court. Their defence actually get a lot of turnover ball for them, but it just doesn't seem to be working, I think, on attack. And then once it is in there, I think once Maya Wilson sort of went off the boiler and then she wasn't shooting and then they didn't really have many answers to that. Um, And they did make changes, but I think the changes were made way too late. We've just named our team of the week, and by we, I mean um, Storm has uh, mailed in her her (laughs) team of the week. So... um, uh, picked picked by a, a genuine uh, expert, uh, but she was very impressed by someone who was also very Im- uh, sorry. Mark Stafford was also very impressed by it in the uh, live commentary. All we heard from that was Ali Timu. Ali Timu. Ali Timu. Were you as impressed by Ali Timu as Mark Stafford was? I was, um, but. Uh, maybe he just likes saying her name a lot. Look, I think she did very well for her side. Um, 
And I was actually surprised with it too when she went to the bench. I thought that was a very interesting change made by Kitty. But I think Ellie has actually been playing very good on the Wednesday night. So only a few days before, she actually got the Stars MVP. So I think she's been playing very, very well. Um, also supported by Anna Harrison. I think they're a great combination for that Stars defensive end. 100%. Hey, moving on to the Pulse now. They've had a really strong season sitting in second at the moment. How much of that do you think you can put down to Yvette's leadership? Oh, look, as soon as we heard she was going back to the Pulse, we just knew that they would be strong. She would recruit well, but I think with really good coaches these days, they know how to create a team culture, which we know the Pulse have, and then she knows how to get the best out of her players. And she almost reminds me of Dame Nolene Todua. Like, players Mm. will go that extra mile for their coach. She knows how to bring that out of them. She gives them that confidence. And I think you can see that across the court, but also the bench. She's got a really, I think it's a, it's a very young team, but it's very uh, strong. And when she makes those changes and puts these younger players on, because she's got some coming uh, from the division below, from the National Netball League, and they're coming on and they look like they should deserve to be there. So I think for Yvette, she's got a very strong starting seven, but she's also got a strong bench that she can go to. I think it was last week against the Magic. She made 18 interchanges, which is unheard of, but it worked. And also she knew that they were going to be playing. I think they're coming into their third match in eight days or something. So she's, I think, doing very well at player management also. 100%. 100%. And they're the, they're the youngest team on average as well, average and age of uh, 22 years. And, and you can just tell they're, just, they're all so hungry, Must aren't they? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just... Well, the thing with the Pulse... Oh, no, you go, you go. With their age. Yeah, they are very young, but also a lot of their players have been around for a long time. Mm. And I've said it before, I think it's actually a very good but deadly combination for other teams because to have such young... I guess, five that are willing to go for everything. They've got no fear, but also they've got experience because they've got players who have been playing in the ANZ for four, five, six years. So whilst they are so, so young, they also have this experience to balance it out. And I think it is really showing. And that's why they're sitting second on the ladder. And if I think if they can keep this core group together for the next few years, then I think the rest of the team should be very, very worried. Mm, 100%. Hey, just, just going off of that sort of the... You can just tell with the experience. I mean, we, we've mentioned a lot tonight, Alia Dunn and Tiana Maturo. Can you just talk us through that, that combination? I mean, they're just so cool, calm, collective every time they take the court and it's, it's showing. It really is. And Alia Dunn, I was so impressed with her on the weekend. She kind of, like you say, they are these very cool, calm players and it looks like nothing phases them. And for me, she put up 43 from 46 goals, which was just great. But it was her movement and the way the uh, tactics defenders, they're both dropping on her and she was just so silky and so smooth. She was unfazed. She was finding the ball and then supported by Tiana. And these two have grown up playing with each other. You know, they were both the babies at the Pulse. Tiana went away to the steel, but have come back. And I think you can really see that they're loving being back together. They know each other inside out and they just complement each other so well. But Alia Dunn, she's been a standout for me this year. Um, and I would love to see her, if it's possible. We know the Ferns have to make fitness testing standards, but I would love to see her at least in that Silver Ferns squad that will get named uh, at the back end of the season. Yeah, we'll have to get you back on when it is so we can uh, pour over all of the selections and omissions. Courtney Tidy, thank you very much for your time tonight. 
Hey, any time. Love chatting Nettie with you guys. <laughs> Thank you, Courtney. Thanks, mate. Courtney Tidy, their former player and, and commentator as well. Maybe one day with SCNZ, we can only hope. Um, that is all we have time for for Centre Pass uh, in focus this evening. Thanks very much uh, for for propping me up for the last hour, Kieran. You oh. certainly know your netball, mate. No stress. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to volunteer to put myself back on the bench next week, hopefully if uh, Storm is back and ready to go. So thank you very much, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all the best to Storm as well as she recovers from COVID. Yes, um, rest up. This is day one, so rest up, mate. Plenty of fluids, they're saying. Um, just treat it like a cold uh, and deal with all of the uh, the uh, repercussions from your team of the week. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks very much for another week. Centre Pass, in focus.